and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. My guest today is somebody that I've known. I've known this this amazing woman for 44 years. I've just realised that she lives just down the road from me in Stroud in Gloucestershire. And she she's, comes from an amazing family of creative people. That's how I would describe her family. And she heads up a charity, which she's the founder of, which we'll talk about uh, shortly. And uh, I would describe this person as a strong, determined woman. And I'm pleased to call her my friend. Please welcome to the show, Abby Warren. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Nice nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Good to have you here, Abby. So um, how do we know each other? How How have we known each other for 44 years? Well, I, w- I haven't known you personally for 44 years, Brendan, because I'm not 40 yet. Oh, it can't but be 40. known my family for 44 years. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've known but you since I, you were... <laughs> You've probably known me since I was born, though. Yeah, I'm guessing. yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you, you went to... Um, the same church as we did when I was growing up and yeah. um, you are I would say my dad's best friend and closest friend and have known him a very very long time yeah I would say he's my best friend as well okay. I'm gonna start crying in a minute so I'll stop <laughs> yeah crying is good we should not stop crying I cry at call the midwife so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love called the Yeah, so I'm going to pray for you just briefly before we get stuck into some some uh, more grittier questions. So, Lord, I just thank you, thank you for Abby, and thank you that we can chat like this. And and uh, Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us and be with her now. And just uh, um, the the things that we talk about, Lord, will be the things that you want us to talk about, and that the things that people hear as they listen to this podcast will make a difference in other people's lives. Just pray that now in your name, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so uh, this is the Creative Christian Chat Show. So it's all Christians on here, and it's created by creative Christians for creative Christians. So what does it mean to you to be a creative Christian? A creative Christian? That's really hard. That's a hard question. And what does it mean to be a Christian? Sorry. (laughs) We're going to the creative (laughs) stuff later. Um, So for me, I um, think obviously... I have a strong belief in Jesus and in God and um, a strong faith in the fact that Jesus died for me um, and that I think the last four or five years that faith has been what has got me through the last five years so having um, you know that, that belief that, that, that God is here with me and um, in some of the darkest times he's the thing that I cling to to get me through each day you know and um, I think I'm blessed to have that faith and and to have that knowledge that 
that he is with me no matter what even even when I'm in a place I don't want to be (laughs) yeah and we've all been in places we don't want to be yeah Yeah. we took we we will talk about um those five years in a minute um it's difficult sometimes to talk about the struggles isn't it and uh But we are going to look at some of those struggles that, that you've been through. And I think that when we share the difficulties and the brokenness, this series that we're going through at the moment, and there's been a tremendous response from people that have said they want to come on the show and talk about brokenness. Um, and it's just, I suppose we're all broken at some level, but some of us are more broken than others. Some of us go through some of the worst brokenness that you never want to go through. And uh, so let's, let's hear your story. What, 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 what have you gone through, Abby? To, you, you mentioned the last five years. Um, well, I, I guess to start with, I have quite a lot of health problems. So um, before um, I talk about my other brokenness and other things, I think um, that the health issues that I've gone through in the past seven years really have been incredibly difficult and incredibly challenging and from my point of view um, in 2014 my symptoms were very very bad to the point that um, I went to my parents and said I can't live like this anymore I, I feel so unwell and um, and so I felt that point where I you know didn't know a way how to carry on living because it was just horrendous. I couldn't sit up in the morning without being sick. I had vertigo constantly um, and I lost my hearing. And that has been wow. really, really difficult to live with. It's um, made me sometimes question maybe I'm being punished for something I've done. And, you know, <laughs> what is it? Why are you doing this to me? You know, and, and it's been a really hard slog trying to, to sometimes just to get out of bed in the morning and to keep going and, um, and I kind of thought when I had that, it was I was at rock bottom, and um, then I realised rock bottom had a basement, and the the door was opened, and I fell through, um, and that was in 2016 when um, Pete, who is my younger brother and the baby of the family, um, he just suddenly out of the blue took his own life, and it kind of blew the whole world apart in in every sense I think you know physically emotionally mentally spiritually it just rocked and exploded everything yeah 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 I remember the oh it's a tough one I remember your dad phoning me and telling me and uh yeah, I was actually in hospital myself at the time. I'd uh, I'd just been prepped for dialysis, and uh, yeah, and then I got that call to say that I just couldn't believe it. I I honestly couldn't believe what I was hearing that that Pete had taken his own life, and, and he was dead. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's something that you don't. You know, even families whose loved ones have struggled with their mental health and have been 
in dark places it, it just is something that you don't ever expect to hear or live through <laughs> um you know and i if i didn't have a faith i don't think i know what i would have done um for me obviously our family you know our family probably better than anyone brendan <laughs> but our family have always been incredibly close and we've always done a lot together and you know from my point of view pete he was my younger brother but he was also one of my best friends and so we didn't really go a day without speaking to each other on whatsapp um he had a cracking sense of humor he, <laughs> he was very rude <laughs> and uh, inappropriate and if you struggle he was the one that would pick you up and say something completely inappropriate that would just make everybody laugh um and still to this day i think i can't believe this has happened i can't mm. i can't believe that he could have been in that place and felt that there was no one he could turn to yeah. um and that he i think if he was here now and he saw the complete devastation that he's left behind, he would he would be really upset with himself. Yeah. Um, but what but when people are in that situation where suicide seems to be the only answer, um, they're in a broken place themselves, aren't they? Their their brokenness is so yeah. immense that it is the only option they see that is available to them. And they forget that there is another option. <clears throat> and that option is to speak to somebody. Um, you, you know, when, when we, when we realize that, that we can, when we're feeling in that really dark place of brokenness where life just doesn't seem worth living, to go and speak to somebody makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I, I've realised how difficult actually it is to speak to somebody. I think um, there is still much, very much that fear of judgment and fear of what somebody's going to say, how are they going to react to this? And even sort of in my last five years of grief, where I've gone to very dark places and struggled incredibly, it's been really hard to actually open up and share that with somebody because sharing that brokenness is almost like bearing your soul to somebody and you know it's it's scary it's yeah. really scary you know yeah. and which is why i just say you know i think people that do speak about it and do tell others how they're feeling are incredibly courageous and brave and i think that they are really quite special that they are able to do that because I know how, how difficult it is to do that. Yeah. Um, it is. I'm a private person, so I like kind of go into a shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we, we can all do that. We can all do that. And I think another thing that uh, the relatives, the loved ones of people that have taken their own lives, 
uh, it's not unusual for them to also feel suicidal afterwards, is it? Yeah, it's it's incredibly common, actually, that um, people that have lost somebody or have been affected by suicide uh, will go on to have those feelings themselves and will go on to have feelings of um, depression and, um, you know, anxiety. And it is a very complex loss. Losing someone to suicide is, is very complex. Yeah. I would describe it as a, a tsunami of shock. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you're like a, a health issue can come upon you slowly and gradually get worse and worse and worse. But when somebody dies and suicide is perhaps the, the worst, it is the worst way to, to lose somebody, I believe, then you get this, you get shock and it's a tsunami of shock. But um you have have become i would describe you as a uh, a tsunami surfer you you've <laughs> you've surfed that shock wave uh, I feel like it <laughs> you are surfing you the shock is still there and it's still it's what drives you i believe um, and it's driven you to create something incredible uh, and you know we, we we talk about creativity creativeness in in brokenness being creative in brokenness and and you have created an amazing charity haven't you i believe it is <laughs> and <I'm, laughs> well i hope it is uh, it's um i think f- for me when pete died um i have what i call my beacons of hope and my beacons of light um and i believe brendan you will one of those beacons of light for our family and we had different friends that that were our our beacons of light and I considered myself incredibly lucky to have have that support and have those people around us who um, could almost carry us through the the hardest times essentially and um, what I kind of thought was well I'm incredibly lucky to have that but there'll be people out there that that don't have their beacons of light and so we kind kind of wanted to be that beacon of light for other people really um and um it's interesting you say about this tsunami surfer because um i talk quite a lot about the ocean in <laughs> in my struggles <laughs> um feeling like i'm drowning or feeling like i'm um my sister beck she said it felt like we had been in a shipwreck and we'd all been thrown overboard and we were struggling to swim and stay afloat and we could see I could see my mum and dad struggling to swim and my sister struggling to swim but I couldn't swim myself so I couldn't reach them because we were all trying to you know trying to get through this storm essentially and um so we set up sunflowers, which um, is there essentially to be that beacon of light for others um, when they are in that that storm and they can't see anything and it's all just completely blown apart. Where that you know that 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 person or that organisation that we can walk with them, sit with them, um, and go at their own own pace and I think that 
for me, that's something that's really important is that we don't try and rush people through the brokenness or through the darkness, that we are able to just sit with them where they're at and then move forward when they're ready um, and on the path that, that they need to go rather than trying to drag them down my path, essentially. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we all agree and we all react differently to to the things that we go through yeah yeah we all grieve in different ways don't we yeah yeah you're listening to the dog in the park chat show the show for creative christians created by creative christians if you're a creative christian then why not get in touch and come on the show i know that you you do uh you provide so many different creative choices for, for people as well in Sunflowers. Sunflowers Suicide Support, the charity is called. Uh, you just called it Sunflowers, and, and uh, that to me says that Sunflowers is like a, a, a buddy, a friend for you. You don't give it the full name. Uh, but Sunflower Suicide Support, it provides some amazing... Some of it is very simple what you do, but it is so important to do those simple things as well. Um, things like you mentioned storms and, and you, you provide a walk called Storms Walks, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that started quite organically, really. We, um, one of the things I found after Pete died was actually getting outside in nature um, and walking. I found it really quite therapeutic. Uh, and having somebody there with me walking but not feeling like I had to talk to them or had to tell them everything um so we just started amongst my friendship group really a, a walk on a Sunday and that walk grew um and then we got more people joining it and and then we, one of the walkers said oh it's a bit like storms we walk through life storms together don't we <laughs> hence where the name then came from um, yeah then it became part of sunflowers so um we we walk through life storms together we walk and talk it's all quite um quite chilled out and um what we have found is that particularly men really engage with that because um it is quite relaxed and they don't feel that pressure that they have to talk if they don't want to um and because there is a group of people you can kind of if you don't want to talk, you can blend into the background a little bit, but you can still listen to what others are saying. And sometimes actually we find people get a lot out of just listening to that and listening to the fact that they're not a lot of what they're feeling and a lot of what they're going through. They're not alone in because other people have felt that way. And I think a lot can be said for not feeling alone or that your feelings are wrong or that you shouldn't feel that way um it can really help on that journey so getting out is is good for your mental health you also do other creative things that helps mental health tell us about what what the charity does creatively so we have at the moment a um creative art session so we do um sessions each week where people can come along and they just um, have the opportunity to 
get creative. We find again that doing art and drawing um, really does help take your mind away from what's going on up there and you can just focus on the task at hand. Um, we also do um, lots of different events. So we do bereavement events. We Before Christmas, we made lanterns. Uh, and again, the idea that they make their own lantern and then that goes in a window um, during the December period and we called it Light Up December. So they're putting that light in their window to represent, you know, and to remind them to keep looking for the light and to keep focusing on that, that beacon of hope. Um, like <laughs> we do uh, we do a, a sunflower planting so we've got a memory garden we've actually got three memory gardens now oh. um, in so we've got um, two in stride and we've just taken on one in Gloucester Park and we have a group of people that sort of maintain those gardens and then we have events with our families where they can come along they paint a rock so we do rock painting where they can either write a positive word on that rock or they can draw whatever they like. And you being a climber, you'll understand this now, Brendan. We put those rocks into the middle of the garden and we create a rock cairn. Okay. And the idea of that rock cairn is that it's guiding the way to show others that, you know, others have walked this path and, and you know, the route to follow. You call them friendship rocks, don't you? And I've, I've even, when I go out walking, friend, what do you call them? Kindness Ki rocks. Kindness, kindness rocks. When I go out walking, sometimes I find them just dotted around in, yeah. in, in tree stumps and in walls and stuff. And, and it's great to find them. And it's, it's just some, you know, a little heart on a pebble or something. It just it gives you a smile, really. Uh, and you don't realise what a difference just little things like that can make to, to another person. Yeah. So, <laughs> so being creative uh, can can actually help people in their brokenness. We've kind of established that it's it's good for your your mental well being. But what would you say to encourage somebody that is struggling now uh, to be able to just find some sort of level of creativity? Uh, last week, I, I introduced, uh, I, I interviewed Dot Martin uh, from from the, the states, and uh, he had a he he had a depressive breakdown, serious, and uh, he ended up in in a mental health institution in the states. And this, one of the psychiatrists suggested that he writes poetry, and uh, he thought that the psychiatrist was more crazy than him. So, what what can you say to people now that? That might be feeling broken to help them. i think my my first thing to say is that don't often we can expect too much of ourselves um so not to put expectations on yourself or expect for you to 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 do you know too much um and i quite like saying take one step one moment at a time so try not to tackle a whole task um because it can be quite overwhelming but to unpick that task and to take one step of it at a time um and on a few occasions because we have seen an increase in the number of people calling us when they're in mental health crisis um and we're not a crisis line and we're not mental health workers, but we tend to um, support them in a more practical way. So 
I have suggested to a, a couple of people to get a book, um, a, a journal, yeah. and each day, so we do something at Sunflower, it's called, um, we have three different rocks, okay, and um, you have a rough rock, you have a pebble, and you have a gemstone, right. um, and you hold that rough rock, and you say out loud what it is you're really struggling with, um, and then you feel it in your hand. So you put your hand around that rough rock so that you can really feel it. And you recognize that that rough time is there and that you can feel it, physically feel it. But then you get that pebble and you put it alongside the rough rock. And that pebble is to represent something that you do every day that just gets you through. So it might be, you know, getting up and having something to eat for lunch. And you put that pebble alongside the rough rock. And then when you hold it, it doesn't feel quite so rough anymore. And then the final one is the gemstone, which we focus on quite a lot within sunflowers. And the gemstone is usually really small, um, but it's really smooth. And sometimes when you're in that place, it can be really, really hard to find a gem, anything positive. And what we say is that even if you are struggling to find anything, find the smallest little gem in your day. It might be that you saw the sunshine or it might be that you had the wind, you felt the wind. It might be that you had a nice cup of coffee, one tiny gem and write it down in your journal. Wow, that's great that advice. Every day. <laughs> every day for a week so that you can then look back at your seven gems that week um just to uplift, uplift yourself really <laughs> i love it and yeah that just uh, that's just a great example of what i said that what you do is is very simple but what it actually does to people is really effective really changes lives i think impacts lives too yeah um what is the future for sunflowers? What's the next step? What's your vision? What's the goals? How long have you got, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that having run a charity, that you can have endless goals, and uh, all goals need money. So, yeah. where do you get your money from? So, at the moment, most of our money comes through donations. Um, right. We have been incredibly blessed and i you know really really incredibly blessed by the support that we've had from the local communities from local businesses that's where most of our money comes from um coincidentally we're having a strategy meeting tonight with the trustees um right. for me to go through what my five-year plan is good i like <laughs> a good strategy meeting <laughs> and um we have seen a massive increase in need. Uh, we have we have taken on a liaison officer, so she works one to one with families um, yeah. who are newly bereaved. And since July, um, she's already got fifty new people on her on her workload. So we are seeing quite an increase in people accessing us. So we kind of need to increase our manpower to continue to meet that need, which wow. means increase funding so I'm having to try and find funding bids yeah. um, and one of the other areas that we would like to go into is as I said we're seeing an increase in the number of people contacting us in crisis um, and specifically the number of families who are contacting us 
whose loved ones are in crisis because I think quite often the family are forgotten about when somebody's in crisis um, and they're going through a crisis themselves and what we would like to do is our next step really is to put in place support for those families who are supporting someone in crisis so um, that is my sort of three-year plan to try and get some <laughs> um, support groups in place for them as well um, right. and, and a liaison worker to support them as well so um and then we would like to grow into the different counties as well because at the moment we're just gloucestershire yeah great it's good to have vision without vision the people perish vision. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good vision good so so how can people support you where can they find you to support you website so yeah, we've got our website, which is www.sunflowersuicidesupport.org.uk. Um, on the website, there is a donate button. So if you wanted to donate, you can donate through the web directly through the website. Um, we also have bank details, so that you know if you wanted to do a back transfer, you can do. Um, we're based in Stonehouse, so we've actually got a lovely little office at the moment. I'm looking out over the canal. We've got a little family of swans that live out there, so it's and really lovely. Stonehouse um, is in Gloucestershire in the UK. In, yeah, Gloucestershire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, again, you could post a cheque to us as well if you wanted to support okay. financially. Great. I just want to pray with you before we finish. Uh, and uh, well, Unless there's something else you want to say first. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Hopefully okay. I've said enough. It's been great having you on here. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's always great catching up with you, Abby. But uh, yeah, it's great to have you on the Creative Christian Chat Show. Uh, Lord, I just thank you for this amazing charity for Sunflower Suicide Support, Lord, and for the for the creativity that has come out of the brokenness from from one act of, of darkness has come so much light. And um, Lord, we thank you that um, light comes out of darkness. And I just pray now for Abby, Lord, that uh, for all the things that she does for her strategy meetings and her vision and all the th stuff that Sunflowers is doing, Lord, I just pray that you will provide all that that, that organisation needs that you will support all the people that they come in touch with, Lord. And, and, and I just pray, Lord, for, for, um, for Abby's family, Lord, that you'll continue to lift them up. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though... God bless and goodbye.